Hey everyone, welcome back. I hope you had a great week since the last time that we got together. I am having such a great morning. It is raining outside and it's this gentle summer rain that I just love. It's the stuff that I don't generally think about, but when I find myself in these rains, I realize that there's just like so much joy building up inside of me. I just wanna go outside and dance in it. So I've got my front door open. You might hear some sounds from the street because I was really enjoying the sound of the rain. And also another thing that happened this week that was really cool is that blue supermoon that we had on Wednesday. And I had set an alarm to go out there and I got really busy and I didn't get out until much later than I had wanted to. I wanted to see the moon rising because I had gone hiking the night before and we got to the hiking spot just about 7.30. Just as you see that stripe of red lipstick coloring the horizon just after the sun has set, and so it was just glorious out there and the crickets were singing and the cicadas and all of these different things were just chirping and there were rabbits running around and there were actually some clouds of gnats and I hate gnats, but all of a sudden it was like this army, this whole entire fleet of dragonflies showed up and they were just like zipping all around us because that's their favorite food. And the light hitting off of their wings made it look like there was lightning going on around us. It was really super cool. And there were hummingbird moths and birds. And it was just glorious. And that moon came up. And it was incredible. So I'm really bummed that I missed it the following night. But the funny thing that happened is that we went downstairs to get a good look at the moon. And our neighbors across the street came out they came out for the same reason. And so we're down there and we're just chatting and we were having a great time. And then we started talking about the garden. And as you guys know, I have like a proliferation of vegetables going on out there. And of course they did too. So we traded vegetables and enjoyed this moonlight. So it was pretty awesome. Speaking of all of these amazing weather phenomenons that affect the spirit, I am really excited to present the second in a series of readings by Jenny Ruiz of Burning Times Tarot. This reading is for September specifically, and I have placed timestamps in the show notes. So be sure to look at them because there's three different readings. If you feel like one of them is not exactly for you, you can skip to that point in the episode and listen to the next reading. Before I get to that, I want to wish everybody a very relaxing, joyful, well-deserved Labor Day today. So without further ado, please grab a cuppa and join Jenny Ruiz of Burning Times Tarot in this month's reading. Enjoy! Hello, this is Jenny from Burning Times Tarot here with my first official monthly reading for the Queen Troll podcast, which I'm very happy and honored to be doing for Sylvia and uh, for all of you. And so I hope that you enjoy these. I hope you get something useful from them or at the very least are entertained. This reading is a pick a card. It is messages from Mercury retrograde. And of course, uh, Mercury is the messenger planet. It rules communication and travel, which is part of why people are so terrified of Mercury retrograde, because it can muck up our communication, our technology, our attempts to travel, and so on. Now, retrogrades are not 
they're not all bad. They're not um, a curse. Mercury especially goes retrograde three times a year. It's perfectly normal. We actually have seven planets in retrograde at the moment as of the 28th. And this happens every year, especially the outer planets spend about half the year in retrograde. So they're not something to fear. Yes, they can cause some issues, but we always have issues because we're humans living on this earth. And retrogrades, they are a time to slow down, right? They're all those re-words to re-evaluate, recalibrate, review. They're all opportunities to do that. And depending on what planet is retrograde and where it falls in your natal chart, will point you towards what area of your life might need some reviewing or some recalibration. Now, retrogrades themselves are actually an illusion. The planets never move backwards. They appear to move backwards when you're looking at them with the naked eye. And so that is what people believed was happening until we learned better or more accurately. They slowed down. And so they appear to be moving backwards from Earth, from our point of view. And it's also important to keep in mind, now, um, the retrograde period itself is not the end of the story. We have the shadow period, which is the two weeks leading up to the retrograde, and then the wake, which is the two weeks after. And different planets have different effects during these periods. I know for me with Mercury retrograde, a lot of times it's not till the wake that it like something will come along and really hit me. Um, but it's different for everyone. So when a planet goes direct, because I am recording this on the 29th of August. So Mercury will be retrograde until the 13th of September. On the 3rd of September, we have Venus finally going direct again. But it is important to remember that when a planet stations direct, what happens is it stops quote unquote moving backwards, but it actually appears to stand still until it starts moving forward again. So those first couple of days, after it stations direct, it's still stationing. So it's actually in like a holding pattern where it looks like it's not moving. And so if these are energies that you're interested in working with, it might behoove you to be aware of that, to act in accordance with that, because it's not that everything suddenly like just goes right again at the minute it stations direct, right? It's a process. Hello, this is Future Jenny. That's right, we've entered an alternate timeline. So when I did this recording, I did it all in one go on the 29th, and now it's the 30th, and listening back, I just had a couple of caveats I wanted to add. Uh, it is Virgo season, so I may as well get as Virgo as possible, right? So the first caveat is, uh, during this reading, I was channeling a lot, and when I channel, sometimes I go into a bit of a trance, and so I was gendering a lot of the cards. I try and keep all my readings as gender neutral as possible because they're for everyone, but I was gendering the cards, and I called the Rider Waite Smith deck the Rider Waite deck, so it's kind of like my brain reverted to factory settings, like, you know, I guess the way like a younger version of myself would have read, and so I do apologize for that, because like I said, the readings are for everyone. But also, um, another addendum to that is just in terms of readings in general, you know, because most decks are gendered, when I talk about kings and queens in tarot, if it's to do with a certain person coming up in your reading, it isn't necessarily indicative of their gender or of yours. 
they're just energies. So um, for me as a reader, when I talk about queens, those are more to do with the way we internally express an energy, and kings are more to do with how we externally express it. So I just wanted to clarify that. Um, my second caveat was I did mention that we had seven planets in retrograde. We do not. Uh, Jupiter is going retrograde on September 3rd, which is the day that Venus stations direct. So um, I hope you enjoyed my PSA, and now back to your regularly scheduled reading. On to the reading. Uh, this is split into three groups, right? So you can pick. Group one is the pyrite crystal. Group two is the seashell. And group three is the butterfly. And the way I've structured the readings is I am pulling cards for each group ahead of time, and I'm also pulling a uh, moonology messages oracle card as well for some advice and it is from the new moonology messages oracle deck by yasmin boland with artwork by ali vermilio so i pulled three cards for each group i haven't seen what any of the cards are yet first card is what needs to be reevaluated during this time the second one is what tools do you have at your disposal to help you with this and number three is how can you best integrate this once mercury goes direct again and then the oracle card is a piece of advice for you going forward so let us begin shall we pile one welcome to your reading so the first card you got was the four of cups so what I'm getting is that what needs to be reevaluated for you during this Mercury retrograde, there's something from your past that you have some regret about, and you may be um, maybe taking on a little bit too much of the burden and placing a lot of the blame on yourself for how things turned out, and maybe that needs to be reevaluated because maybe you are taking a little too much of that responsibility on and you might be looking at the other people involved in the situation in an overly favorable light now it's always important to be self-aware to take ownership to take responsibility for the role that we play in certain dynamics and situations so i'm not telling you not to do that but i get this feeling that you are maybe being too harsh with yourself and maybe you feel like you missed an opportunity that you wish you hadn't but really what i'm hearing is you know a you did the best you could with the information you had at the time and b as i said maybe not everything is was as rosy as you are perceiving it to be now you may be looking back with rose-colored glasses or you may be idealizing the way that things would have turned out if they turned out the way you you had hoped for but that may not have been the reality now of course there's no way to know that because the fact is things turned out the way they turned out right and that can be a difficult thing to accept but it is something that that needs to be accepted right in order to really move on and for your second card the tools you have at your disposal you got the two of wands 
and it's interesting because the way that these cards are laid out they're looking in different directions and so i feel like the tools you have at your disposal is whatever imagination you have been using to idealize this past situation you can use to idealize a future situation right and it doesn't have to be romance this could be you know about a job a friendship i am getting for a lot of you it probably is romantic but this doesn't have to be the case you know this could be a relationship with a family member that is no longer with us right and you might regret things that happened in the past and you might wish that they had turned out differently but you also as i said you you may be over idealizing how good things would have been had they worked out differently and so with this two of wands i feel like it's really telling you to look towards your future and to really you know what whatever this outcome is that didn't happen here you can still have a lot of beautiful outcomes in your future right so i feel like source is just telling you focus on bringing those things into your life how can you bring those things in how can you embody you know whatever type of relationship it is whether this is a romance whether it's a friendship whether it is a work situation now we can't choose our family but we certainly can choose who we allow into our lives who we form close connections with and so i feel like this is just a reminder that it is within your power to form different connections, to change the way that you approach these connections. If you regret the way that you have approached certain things in the past, it is within your power to change the way that you approach things in future, the way that you communicate with people, the way that you form bonds. It's possible to change all of those things. And your last card was the judgment card, which is all about change and transformation and it's interesting because judgment in this depiction, um, she's facing the same way as the two of wands, which is the opposite direction of the four of cups. And so I feel like this is really saying like, you will gain some sort of insight that will make you look at this differently. If you have been over idealizing something about the situation or being really hard on yourself about your part in it, you are going to have some kind of realization here that may unlock something for you, that may put things into perspective a little bit better for you, and or you will also have some sort of realization about yourself and maybe just the way that you have approached these things in the past, maybe some blind spot that you have in your relationships, the way that you relate to people, or um, I'm hearing attachment style, but this may help you to, again, recalibrate and change the way that you form and build relationships with people so that it looks more like what it is that you truly want rather than um, perhaps giving into habitual behaviors or ways of thinking or operating out of old wounds unconsciously, right? And we've all done it, we're all human, right? So um, I think really the overarching message here is to forgive yourself for what you didn't know in the past, but that you can still resolve to be that, that better person, to be that more evolved person, to 
learn more about yourself and about others and to take a different approach if you are unhappy with the way something turned out in the past you can always approach the future from a different angle and that really is what these retrogrades are about so your final bit of advice from the moonology deck you got drawing down the moon knowledge interesting I love that you got knowledge because this whole reading is about learning how to do things differently. Now, drawing down the moon is a ritual where you would invoke the goddess. Now, you don't have to do this, but I would say your advice is to, yes, do some meditation if that's what calls to you, but really go inward and seek some inner knowledge and don't be afraid to interrogate some things about yourself and when i say interrogate i do mean in a loving way right in an inquisitive and curious way not tearing yourself apart not insulting yourself or, or being mean to yourself right but in a loving way looking at you know maybe why you do some of the things that you do where are some places where maybe you acted in a way that was not conscious right? Or maybe you're acting out of pure emotion and not really being conscious of maybe your patterns and habits or of the people around you that were also involved in the situation. So I hope you enjoyed this reading. I hope it resonated with you. Always feel free to comment, reach out. If you would like a private reading from me, you can find me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. Best of luck to you, and I will see you next time. Hello, Pile 2. If you pick the seashell, this is your reading. Now, for your first card, which is what needs to be reevaluated during this retrograde, you've got the Page of Swords. And I pulled a clarifier just to make sure I was getting the right message. And the clarifier that I pulled is Seven of Wands. So, what I'm getting is there is something you've been reevaluating, um, a situation, a relationship, maybe a whole group of people that you have been, you have a different view on maybe than you did in the past. And you might be reevaluating whether or not you want to continue this relationship, friendship, job, whatever it is. Or maybe just reevaluating some places where you need to assert some new boundaries with uh, certain people, certain situations, right? So, again, this is, even though it's a pick a card, it is still a general reading. So, this will be different things for different people. So, for some, this could be a job, maybe deciding, like, I'm not going to work as much overtime anymore. I'm not putting in, you know, extra hours anymore or overextending myself. It could be um, a friendship or a romance that you feel isn't going anywhere. But with this Page of Swords, I'm getting the energy that you may have had an epiphany about this situation, about a certain person or group of people in your life. And you're starting to reevaluate some things and maybe really look at whether or not you're really feeling fulfilled or heard in this connection or situation and with the seven of wands here in particular you know the seven of wands can talk about boundaries it can talk about being outnumbered as well so some of you may be in a situation where you you might feel ostracized or like people have been ganging up on you in some way 
Now, for your second card, which is what tools do you have at your disposal to deal with the situation? You got the strength card. So, I mean, literally, you have your strength, right? But the strength card can also talk about not doing something, right? About holding back, right? Because the strength card, it is the, the maiden with the lion. It is the intersection of the wild with civility, right? Where our better natures curb our wilder impulses. And so for some of you, this might mean that you need to hold something back, whether it is um, maybe you've realized some of the boundaries you need to set with these people or person is not sharing as much with them, right? Or maybe just realizing you need to not just keep some things to yourself, but hold back your opinion. Maybe you've realized that the people or a person you're dealing with or the situation that you're in is not going to change. And so you might realize that you need to just step away. Whatever the case is for you, though, with this card here, you do have the strength to get to it. Get. Uh, maybe that was a Freudian slip. Get through it. And even if you do feel like you're being ganged up on or being singled out for something, you have the strength to get through that, you know, and that can't be an easy situation to face. So I am sorry for any of you who are dealing with that because that can feel very overwhelming. But again, you have the strength to get through it. And your last card was how can you integrate all of this once Mercury goes direct and you got the Queen of Wands, which is another very strong card, right? So you have a lot of, you know, Seven of Wands is uh, Mars and Leo. Strength is Leo. Queen of Wands, I believe is Aries, but I always think of her as a Leo. So there's like a lot of fire <laughs> in this reading, right? So I feel like it's really calling on you to draw on that inner fieriness, right? To be able to stand up for yourself, to be able to hold true to your own beliefs, even if they're not aligning with what is happening around you, even if you have a different perspective than the people or situation that you are finding yourself in right now, to hold true to that, right? Page of Swords is your first card. Swords are truth. Swords are insight. Swords are clarity, there are thoughts, right? And in this deck, she is holding a book and she's holding like a bunch of light bulbs as if they're balloons. What this is telling me is like you have gained some clarity in this situation. There are things that maybe escaped you before that you couldn't see, that you are seeing clearly now, right? And so with this truth, with this clarity, you can draw on this, this fiery energy that you have to get through it and to stand up to any opposition that you might be facing. And the Queen of Wands is known as the Witch of the Tarot. And even if you don't want anything to do with witchcraft, you don't consider yourself anything to do with any of that, right? That's fine. What it's a reminder of is that you have the ability to bring whatever it is that you want into this life. So if you are not happy where you are, you have the strength to change that. You have the strength to go elsewhere. And I know it's not always that easy or that cut and dry, especially when it comes to family members or to things like marriage that, you know, are legally binding. I know it's not always easy or simple, and it might not always mean like I'm not necessarily saying cut off all contact if that's not what the situation calls for and that's not what you're being called to do. Um, 
that is only for some of you but at the very least that you have even if the people or the person that you are dealing with is unwilling to change or to admit any wrongdoing or is just unwilling to look at themselves and their own behavior you still have the ability to do that for yourself right and you still have the ability to create other situations for yourself that are different and in this card in particular she has her palm outstretched and there's a little flame dancing in her palm and she's smiling at it right so there's this like promethean kind of energy that i'm getting here so if this is you against a group of people because i am getting that message very strongly you have the ability to change something in this dynamic and this doesn't mean that you have to convince everyone to get on your side right because we don't necessarily want to engage in any malicious or toxic behaviors like gossip or triangulation but that doesn't mean you can't express your truth you know as i said the situation will vary for all of you as to how much you can express or how much you may want to express but keep your eye even if everyone around you believes something different to you keep your eye on that flame keep that eye on your truth and on what you want for your future and let that guide you so now your final two cards from the moonology deck are now well it should be one card you got two i don't know what they are yet i haven't um turned them over but this is your your kind of final advice for moving forward when mercury goes direct so you got the falling moon release blocks and dark side of the moon mystery so this is very interesting now the dark side of the moon and mystery is saying like the path ahead of you is not clear yet you might not know which way you want to go yet but that is okay you need to ease into it you need to let that that flame of yours light the way now the falling moon release blocks talks about expressing yourself but also not letting your anger get the best of you which is very interesting because i've been talking about all the fire energy that is in here and i said strength can talk about what we don't do what we hold back right so yes tapping into that fieriness in order to find your way forward and figure out what you truly want and how you want to move forward in this situation what you do and don't want to leave behind about this situation but again not letting anger especially overrun you not letting your your emotions overrun you figuring out ways healthy ways to express your emotion to get in touch with your emotions to get clear on what it is that you're feeling about this to express it in a constructive and healthy way to the person or people you're dealing with if that is possible but then also once that's expressed or once you've at least come to terms with it within yourself if you you know for whatever reason can't express it to the other people and then and then letting it go knowing that you can move forward and really the way is open to you is what this is saying and yes it is scary when we don't know where we're going when we feel like we're in the dark but there is something lighting your way you know and now i'm seeing the hermit card in my head um, the hermit can only see a couple steps ahead of themselves. They have their lantern and that's all. And they have to live in the present moment. 
because that's all they can do. They cannot worry about where they've been and they cannot see where they're going other than to just live in that present moment of taking each step. But the hermit is also about knowledge. The hermit seeks knowledge and gains knowledge that not everyone gets to have because they put in the work, because they trust, because they let themselves be guided and they take those steps. So I hope this reading resonated with you. I hope you gained something from it. If you did, always feel free to reach out and comment. I love to hear feedback. And if you want to book a personal reading with me, you can always reach me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. I'm wishing you the best of luck, and I will see you next time. Hello, Pile 3. If you pick the butterfly, this is your Mercury Retrograde reading. So what messages does Mercury Retrograde have for you? So your first card, which is what needs to be reevaluated during this retrograde, you got the Knight of Cups. And you actually had two other cards come out with it. So I kind of took them as clarifiers. And they were the Knight of Swords and the Three of Swords. Now, Three of Swords is known as the card of Heartbreak. And the Knight of Cups has a bit of a double meaning because it, it can be someone who is professing their feelings, someone who is romantic and loving and kind, but it can also represent a seducer, someone who is very slick with their words, who knows what to say, who knows how to present themselves a certain way. You know, and it doesn't always have to have a real devious undertone to it. It can come from a place of just immaturity or inexperience, or it can be someone who is caught up in a moment but doesn't necessarily mean everything that they're saying, right? And I normally tend towards a more positive view of the Knight of Cups, you know, depending on the context of the reading. But with the Knight of Swords and the Three of Swords, I am getting that you are reevaluating a past relationship or maybe a present relationship and maybe looking a bit differently at the way that they treated you, some of the things they may have said to you, or certain cycles that you may have been caught up in with this person. And with the Three of Swords here, I am getting that this person broke your heart. And, you know, um, either, you know, for I'm getting for most of you, it wasn't necessarily deliberate. And for a few of you, it may have been. But this person broke your heart. Or hurt you very badly they may have been very harsh with their words right because we do have the knight of swords here and the knight of swords the way that they're depicted particularly in the rider weight like the knights are always on their horses and this person is rushing right they've got their sword out they are heading into battle right and the knight of swords is someone who can be a bit rash who can be a bit harsh and so this may have been someone who may have been overly critical towards you, may have been a bit judgmental towards you, and maybe just wasn't as kind to you as you wish they had been, and wasn't as kind as they may have presented themselves in the beginning. Now, your second card, which is what tools do you have at your disposal to reevaluate the situation? You have the Queen of Cups right, which is very interesting. So 
you know, the Queen of Cups obviously is higher than either of the Knights, right? So you might be a lot more mature than this person, or a lot more emotionally mature. The Queen of Cups talks about love, talks about nurturance, talks about forgiveness. And this doesn't mean if this is someone that was reckless with your feelings, that hurt you, you know, whether deliberately or not, this doesn't mean that you have to forgive them, that you have to take them back into your life. It doesn't mean any of that, right? I'm not someone that is going to tell you you need to forgive anyone. Um, I think in order to find peace, though, what we do need is a certain level of radical acceptance at times, right? Or even just acceptance. And just to accept that things happen the way that they happened and people do the things that they do, right? And none of us are perfect. Um, so whether this person was deliberately hurtful towards you or not, you are not obligated to forgive, okay? Um, but you may need to accept what happened and how things played out just for yourself, just for your own peace of mind so that you can move on and move forward. But take a lesson because especially, you know, we all have our own unconscious patterns and habits that we tend to play out in our lives until we learn from them, right? You might see certain situations, certain types of people keep cropping up in your life and it might seem as if it's by magic. It's not. We attract certain things to us or we gravitate towards certain things, I think often unconsciously, and we act out of wounds that we're carrying unconsciously. And so I feel like this is saying that this is a chance for you to reevaluate places in your life where maybe you have had blind spots, where maybe you've forgiven too much. Maybe you have overlooked certain things about uh, people that you have cared about because, you know, maybe when you do have feelings for someone, maybe you tend to place them on a pedestal. Maybe you tend to overlook red flags or not so savory behaviors because you want to believe the best about them because you're you're seeking you're seeking love and understanding and some level of stability right but maybe you've been seeking it in the wrong places and so i feel like this is an opportunity for you to recalibrate in that sense also to recalibrate maybe how you're seeing this specific situation maybe you've been looking at it from a certain context and you're realizing like you know maybe you're seeing things a little bit differently and it's you know again even though this is a pick a card this is a general reading so it's going to vary for people so for some of you you may realize that you've been blaming yourself too much for others you may realize that maybe you've been blaming the other person too much or maybe you've been looking at them in a really overly negative light and maybe you know maybe you are all just young maybe you are all just inexperienced whatever the case may be maybe it's the opposite but there's something here that is giving you a chance to learn from this and to take with you both what it is that you you do want to embody in the future and what you don't and sometimes when we're not even sure what we want, the, the best way to get clear on it is to know what we don't want, right? And for your final card, which is 
how can you best integrate all of this once Mercury goes direct? You have the Ace of Wands, which I love because going from the Queen of Cups to the Ace of Wands, that's water and fire. So it's like, yes, I have this this peace. I have come to terms with whatever has happened in the past. I am moving forward and Ace of Wands is lighting my way and you are now a lot more decisive, a lot more clear-headed, and a lot more guided in which way it is that you want to go and holding maybe better boundaries so that people like this have a much more difficult time getting close to you. And that doesn't mean cut yourself off. It doesn't mean shut your emotions down, but just being more aware of who you let into your heart and into your life, right? And, you know, really getting grounded, really getting more in touch with your center. Uh, people sometimes look at intuition as though it's like a zero-sum game, like it's a, a video game, like how many kills do you have? How, how, right, how right are you, you know, with your score? And it's not always about that. Sometimes you follow your intuition and it really doesn't lead you where you think it's leading you, but it leads you where you need to go, right? And you might not see all that at the time because you're not meant to. What your true strength is, is that you know if you have the strength of your own vision, of your own point of view, and you know what path it is you want to take, if you have that belief in yourself and your own vision and your own abilities, then you know that even if things don't turn out the way you want, even if you fail at something that you are trying to do, you know that you have the skills to learn from that, to collect yourself and to keep moving, right? Ace of Wands energy. And that's the best you can do because being intuitive does not mean being infallible. We're still human. We still make mistakes. We still make certain decisions out of emotion. But if you can figure out why you do the things that you do, why you have made certain decisions, why you have allowed certain situations into your life, and then can proceed from there in a much more clear way, then I think you are doing the work you were intended to do during this retrograde and you're going to move forward, as I said, with a lot more clarity and much better boundaries. So what advice do you have to finish up the Moonology Oracle cards? Um, and I say cards because once again, you're supposed to have one card. But as I was shuffling, there was a card that kind of popped out that was going in the wrong direction and I pulled it out and it was Quicksilver Moon changes and Quicksilver makes me think of Mercury and of course being mercurial means being very changeable and so I love this because this card talks about being adaptable being open to change and there are swans on this card as well and so there's like that watery energy which is and we have the pisces full moon coming up tomorrow we're in virgo season which is a pisces opposite sign they're both mutable signs right and the the gift of mutability is adaptability it's being able to change with the tides with the currents and be open to whatever is coming your way and knowing that you can handle it. So the card that I actually pulled for you, oh, now this is interesting. This came out in another pile. It's drawing down the moon, knowledge, which is all about going within, 
You don't literally have to call the goddess down if you don't want to, or that's not part of your practice or spirituality. But it is about going within. It's about inner knowledge and inner clarity. Both of these cards depict someone with their arms up in the air. And so does the Queen of Cups, actually. She's holding her both her hands up. So, again, really getting in touch with yourself, getting a lot more connected to what it is that you truly want, what it is that you truly feel, moving forward from this situation, and really learning from it and not repeating old mistakes. So I hope you gained something from this. I hope it resonated for you. Please feel free to reach out. I always love getting feedback if it did. And if you do want to book a personal reading with me, you can reach me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. I'm wishing you the best of luck, and I will see you next time. There was so much great information in these readings, and I can say that there were so many varying levels of relatability for me in each one of the readings that I couldn't settle on a single one. And I think that's great. And I actually I have to say that Mercury retrograde interfering with technology. Wow, I couldn't get into my computer for half a day. And this episode was ready to get posted. And my computer was stuck on the reboot screen. And there was nothing I could do to budget from there. I do have an older computer. So this is giving me a little bit of that reevaluation of what I need to do with this machine. But yeah, that was a huge problem today. So <laughs> I am relating with a lot of this. I hope that one of these readings resonated with you. If you have any questions or comments or would like to book a personal reading from Jenny Ruiz, you can find all of the links in the show notes on how to get a hold of her. Also, please keep sending in your questions and your comments. I read all of them. And if you have a fun, amazing or inspiring story to share, drop me a line. I'd love to talk to you because the world needs more amazing stories. Please also take a moment to rate this episode because your ratings really do help move this podcast closer to the top of searches so that my friends and I can reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing more upcoming In the Company of Friends talks with you. So be sure to follow me on the socials and the dot com all at the queen trail podcast that's t-h-e-q-u-a-i-n-t-r-e-l-l-e podcast i am sil annan the queen trail and until next time i wish you passion as well as the time to reevaluate recalibrate review and recharge and also elegance and beauty